This is August 16th, and this is the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. Welcome back into the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. My name is Evan Marinovsky. Hope you guys are having a great day, a great week. And finally, finally, this Mason Lorai interview is going to run and be listened to by you. I have been waiting so long for this. This was recorded August 3rd, the interview itself. And I said, oh, I'll do it the next week. You know, perfect. It'll work out well. It's middle of summer. And then the Bruins went out, signed uh, Krejci, Bergeron, and Zaka. And suddenly that went out the window. And I said, all right, well, this is, that's a little more pressing. And the only reason I pushed this interview back was because nothing was super timely in it. Again, it was recorded August 3rd. The only thing in it that that, that's time sensitive, he says he starts skating tomorrow. He's talking about August 4th. So that's already been tweeted out and reported. So that shouldn't change the interview at all. Um, And what what I love about interviews like this is, you know, Mason Lowry as a prospect, you know, we know he's really good. Uh, again, 2021 USHL Defenseman of the Year, first team all USHL uh, as a freshman at Ohio State last year, 29 points, 31 games, named to the Big Ten All-Freshman team. He was Defensive Player of the Year finalist in the Big Ten, which is a big freaking deal when you're alongside uh, Brock Faber uh, and Owen Power. So uh, quite the uh, company to be a part of. Uh, but to, to learn his upbringing and what, what got him here and what motivates him and things like that, those are the interviews I love to do. And that was this. And Mason was awesome. It was a really fun, good interview. I think you guys are really going to like this. Let me know if you want more interviews like this. And especially during the season too, because obviously every week Bruins Beat is very topical and we talk about, you know, big news things. So maybe I just release these on YouTube or as an aside during the year on Bruins Beat. Let me know. Uh, if you like these, if you want them to continue, because I always value you guys Zimpa. But I do think if I'm willing to bet, safe bet, you guys really enjoy this interview. Uh, when we're talking really safe bets, we're talking about our good friends over at Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Major League Baseball scores, the latest fighting news, next season's early NFL futures, and NBA and NHL futures. Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get the bonus and get into the action. Again, use that promo code CLNS50 to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Mason Lorai. And we're here with Mason Lowry. Mason, how you doing? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Uh, you are in the middle of your summer, but as we can see behind you, you're at Ohio State. Uh, how is that going? How's the summer for you? Summer's been good. I actually just uh, got back to school a couple of days ago. So been here this week and, and just doing rehab and, and working out. Good to see, you know, all my teammates and friends again. Now, How's the knee doing? Because I know you mentioned you were you had a procedure over the off season. You didn't skate at Dev Camp, but you were there. How is that going for you? It's good. It's going really well. Um, I think uh, tomorrow is the first day I can skate. So, ooh. So I have a, I actually have an appointment later today to get cleared. So, 
you you must be pretty pumped though because i remember you saying at dev camp you were dying to get back on the ice this must be pretty big yeah no i'm excited i mean right like you you know skate your whole life and (laughs) taken away from you for a while it's you know looking to get back out there you got to find out what do do you do when you're off the ice what are some things you like to do away from the rink or away from the rink we'll say away from the rink god i mean well, normally when my knee's good, uh, I like to surf, like wake surf in the summer, get out on the lake with, with my buddies. Um, I like playing basketball, uh, hiking, getting out, hunting, fishing, stuff like that. Because you grew up playing like football, lacrosse, mm-hmm. basketball, and uh, soccer, no, not basketball, baseball and soccer, right? Soccer, baseball, yeah. How did you get into that? Kind of just, I mean, my parents always had me just playing, playing a bunch of different sports, keep me busy. And then, you know, all my, all my friends from school and stuff would, were playing different sports. So, so I, you know, that's kind of how I got into all, all the different things. Were there, were there any sports in there that you thought, Hey, maybe I can go professional. Like what sport out of the four were you like most into or the best at? I mean, I like, I wish I could have played basketball, but it never, because <laughs> High same season as hockey, so it doesn't work. But uh, probably lacrosse. I'm actually wearing a lacrosse shirt right now. I, I see that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably lacrosse. But I'm, yeah, how far? I'm, gl- you... I'm glad. With, I'm glad with the path I chose. Clearly, it's worked out well for you. Uh, with la- <laughs> with lacrosse, did you play that in high school at all? No, I didn't. Didn't no. Just played it growing yeah, up. I played. That's when I just went down to one sport. Was was high school and and so what's interesting is you've been to boston how many times now twice because two dev camps maybe twice another? exactly twice Last few summers. what are some of your favorite things to do in boston any cool things you did this year uh the north end getting food there nothing really beats that and then i'm trying to think this year at dev camp we went to tall ship that's a newer thing but that was really cool um, I went to a Red Sox game, which was fun. Sat nice. on the Green Monster. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to get out and experience everything because I really haven't been there too much. Is it is it sort of a surreal feeling going there, being like, "Hey, this is where I'm going to live." Some like this is where I'm going to be playing. Hopefully, someday. It is. It, it's pretty cool. Like it, it's in the back of your mind a little bit. Like you know, this it, it's the goal to you know be here, live here. And it's an unbelievable city. So it's, you know, I'm glad that that's the place that I can aspire to live. I'm not surprised you like the North End. I mean, I imagine the Italian restaurants in the North End are probably a little above, you know, some in the Midwest. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, but that would be my guess. (laughs) Well, you're correct on that one. (laughs) So you were born in Baton Rouge, right? Yeah. And how did that happen? Like how, what was, I know your family's from, or you were brought up in Madison. What was, how were you in Baton Rouge? So my dad coached pro hockey, minor pro in the East Coast League for a while, a bunch of different places. But uh, he was coaching the Baton Rouge Kingfish when when I was born. So I was born there, and then my younger sister was born there too before we moved to Pennsylvania. And your dad coached a lot of different places around the country, whether it be USHL or uh, the old Central Hockey League, different places like that. Did you move with him, or were you always in Madison? A lot of a lot of his coaching was before uh, we were born, me and my sisters. But um, 
the places I lived were Baton Rouge, and then we moved to Reading, Pennsylvania. So he got another job, and then and then after that we went to Madison, and that's where we kind of stuck. He went to Arizona for a couple years, but we stayed. I stayed home. Couldn't couldn't leave Wisconsin. You know? No. Uh, um, so I ma- I know. I imagine he got you into hockey. That'd be my guess. For sure. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He had skates on me before I could walk. <laughs> and and you always loved it. You always loved the game. Always, always have. It's kind of something. It's pretty cool. It gets a passion that, you know, we, we share. So that's something that we bond over. And one, one of the reasons I love it so much is because of him. So. And growing up in Madison, a lot of hockey, I imagine, a lot of other sports was like, was that kind of, was it kind of a typical upbringing in a sense with all that? Yeah, really normal. I think there's, I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, obviously, hockey was, you know, pretty big in Wisconsin, and you know, getting out on the on the lakes and stuff in the in the winter is always fun. But yeah, pretty typical upbringing, just going from sport to sport. It can't. I'm telling you, there's nothing that beats outdoor hockey. There's nothing no. playing on the lake. You can play the nicest rink in the world. On a lake, I would take that 10 times out of 10. Yeah. And I imagine Wisconsin had a lot of nice places like that. Yeah. Um, but so you, you touched on this a little bit with your dad, him being big with, with hockey and with him. I, I imagine you mentioned it kind of bonds you guys. Um, it, was he kind of pushing you growing up to like, hey, you should really pursue this as what you want to do in the future? Or did you kind of just come into your own with that? Yeah, it was never like he never forced it. He's never, you know, it's kind of always been something that I've loved too. So he never was the one, you know, dragging me to the rink. <laughs> it was always me telling him, let's go, or let's go shoot pucks downstairs. You know, being young, I'd always be begging him to come downstairs and shoot pucks with me and stuff like that. So, and, and you shot pucks, was it in the garage or was it like in the basement? The basement. It's always interesting oh. to see where people shoot pucks. Cause I, you know, I was out, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, I was outside, I did yeah. it there, but you know, Sidney Crosby did it into like, you know, dryers. That was the big thing. Uh-huh. Did you have a thing you shot it into or was it just a board? We had a, a net and down in the base, unfinished basement. We had it in the net and I'd shoot off the, we had like an old uh, countertop <laughs> that we put down in the basement. So was that like the synthetic ice you shot off of? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that's terrific. Countertop. <laughs> that's so funny. That's that's perfect. And we were we were kind of born around the same time, so we had access to like the synthetic ice slips you yeah. have at like the sports store. That's so great that you use like granite countertop. I'm sure your sure your parents were so pumped about that. Um, it's interesting. Your mom is a business owner, right? She does. She has her own her own uh, small business. And what is it? It's called Skate Armor. Ooh, so, so it's also hockey? It's, yeah. So um, one, when I was younger, I got like a, a stick to the neck and oh, it cut me. And it wasn't bad, like, but like it just kind of got my mom thinking about, you know, like skates and sticks and stuff like that. And no kids really like wear neck guards. Mm-hmm. It's not huge. And just because like they're uncomfortable and stuff. So she, kind of took it upon herself to make her own. So she made her own, got it patented, got, you know, BNQ certified, all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, now she sells neck guards ev- all around the world. Wow. 
Yeah. That's so, that's actually very cool. And do you, I forget, do you wear one? Uh, I don't anymore, but I wear, she makes wrist guards too. Oh, wow. They're like cut resistant. And then there's the pad of the slash protector. So I wear, I wear those. I wear her wrist guards. That's very cool. Always supporting it's, mom. You have to. Yeah. You, at that point, yeah, you, and, you have to. And, you know, you get slashed. It helps out. It, pro- it probably does make a huge difference, especially like, you know, because you get older, mm-hmm. slashes get way harder. The NHL, yeah. I imagine it's going to be, you know, like like tree trunks hitting your wrist. Yeah, so I imagine exactly. that, that that definitely helps out. Maybe when you come, maybe, do you ever, this is weird, but like when you're on a team, do you like tell the guys like, hey, you know, my mom makes these like sick wrist guards. You guys should like try them out. There's a... Uh... Like a couple of my buddies and stuff on my teams, I'll I'll say, oh, like what is that? And so yeah, there's a couple guys that that uh had, that use them too. Uh, and then she actually billeted some kids. Oh wow! That in the USHL in the Madison Capitals. So some the kids that lived with her started wearing them too, <laughs> just because she'd give them to them for free, and they they ended up liking them so. She's like, you're not living with me if you don't wear these. This is not, we're not doing this. <laughs> exactly. if this is going to be the situation. One condition you have to yeah, wear it's the one condition. I'm, you know, we'll get you food, everything, but you got to wear the wrist guards. <laughs> you, you're majoring in business, right? I, yeah, I'm, I haven't, you know, chosen my major yet, but uh, I'm in the business school here. And is is that like a a passion of yours too, in a sense, business and kind of seeing your mom do that? I'm not, honestly, I'm not exactly sure. Well, yeah, you're only a sophomore. You don't yeah, have to so know. I, I don't have to choose. <laughs> I don't have to choose a, a true major to the end of this year, but I was direct admin to the business school. So I kind of just figured I'd go with that for a little bit. Hey, it, it's never, it never hurts to learn some business knowledge. So yeah, now exactly. you got it and you can, it'll, yeah, you know, it'll help at some point. So it'll, it'll definitely help at some point. All right. I hope you're all enjoying this interview with Mason Lowry. I do have to stop it for a second because our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking athletic greens one because I wanted better gut health and more energy. I don't drink coffee or use caffeine because I wanted healthier natural energy and AG one has been providing it in droves doesn't taste like it's super healthy or anything either. It has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things you can think of it helps it out. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting really good. This all supports better sleep quality and mental clarity. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Again, five free travel packs and a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash Bruins. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash Bruins to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, now back to the interview. So when growing up, I mean, you, you, you have a, a dad who's big into hockey, a mom who has a hockey business. Obviously hockey is kind of everything to you guys. When do you realize, okay, like I'm going to 
like actually pursue this? I mean, I can remember like being as young as I can remember, just like wanting to play in the NHL and knowing kind of like in my mind, like knowing like I'm going to play in the NHL. So then, you know, you go through adversity and stuff throughout your, your career. And I always just kind of thought, like, I never thought that I wouldn't just because it's always been a dream of mine. So. Yeah. I mean, really, so, you know, it's, it starts to, it starts to hit you as you, uh, you know, accomplish more things just like as you, as you go from, you know, high school to junior and then, you know, in juniors, I, I got drafted and, you know, then you go to dev camp and then you're playing in college. And, you're you like, know, Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. Like it, it happens fast, but it's Is it how cool. you planned it in a sense? Is are things going according to plan? It sounds like they kind I, of are. I, I'd say so. Yeah. Is so growing up. I mean, was it like, was there a lot of training even at a very young age, like you knowing you wanted to do this or was it kind of like you were, I know you said all along you wanted to go to the NHL, but did it, was there a point where it really became serious or was it always very serious? Um, I mean, that's the thing is like, I loved it. So it was always just fun. It was never like serious. Like, you know, you have to go to the rink and train today. Yeah. Like I, like I would be, you know, I wouldn't leave the rink. My dad, uh, where I went to high school, Culver, there's a summer camp there. And my dad would run the rink in the summer. And so I'd just be around the rink all day and I'd be, you know, skating and I, I like train, I guess I was young, but <laughs> go out there like twice a day. And then I'd be, do like the skating classes. And that must've put you so much ahead of everybody at your age. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it was just something I loved doing. Just loved being out there all the time. Yeah. And, and so you end up at, at Culver. How did that happen? Was it because your dad ran the rink that you just felt like I'm going there or was there's, cause I know it's a military Academy. So I had grown up every summer going there because of my dad running the rink and you just kind of fall in love with the place. I mean, anyone that's, that's been there and spent time there would, would agree with me. It's pretty, it's pretty special. And I learned that at a, at a young age. So, you know, when the time came, uh, I went my freshman year at home uh, to high school and had some adversity with the hockey stuff, like getting cut uh, by my AAA team and then by the high school team. And I was, wow. I, you know, kind of just like time to get out of here and, new scenery challenged myself a little bit and I had already some pretty good friends that were at Culver. So applied and decided to go there for three years. One of those was, um, was, uh, it was, um, my goodness, Dominic Vidoli, right. From your current yep. team. He was yep. on that team. He was on Culver. Um, so you mentioned freshman year with high school at your mm-hmm. own town high school, you got cut. Yeah. Yeah, and was, was how impactful was that for your career and for you? It was, I mean, definitely uh, a lot of adversity. Like I'd been playing AAA for for a while, and I was still forward at the time. Um, but I got cut from from my AAA team in the summer, June, for the upcoming year. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just play high school. And I'm thinking I'm, you know, I'm going to play varsity. I'll make the varsity team as a freshman and tryouts come around and they put me on the JV team. Oh, geez. So uh, just, I mean, 
I don't know. My dad would always tell me, stay the course, which is kind of something that I've, that, you know, he's always told me and, and it, it sticks with me just, you know, there, there's a plan. And you know, as long as you do everything you can to get better, you know, just stay really the course. Matter. Yeah. So then I played JV and then I decided to go to Culver where I was still a forward and barely made the U16 team. And I was getting scratched like every other game until we had two defensemen break their collarbones. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was – so I told our coach, I was like, hey, I'll play D if you need me to. And how was the transition to that? Pretty smooth. I mean, one day at practice, he, to, he just said, jump in for this drill. And it was a two-on-one drill. And I remember I jumped in and was breaking up, like, every pass. <laughs> And which doesn't happen anymore, but <laughs> but that day something was going on, so I just stuck with it. And I'm glad was, I did. Was that kind of like a shift for you? Like, oh shoot, like there's a whole new beginning for me. Was it like were there differences like for you like, with being a forward? You know, I, obviously on D you're an offensive defenseman, um, but on like with forward, was there like holes in your game that kind of got patched away because you became a defenseman? Definitely. I mean, definitely holes in, uh, I remember that year, like I wasn't a great, I just grown a little bit. So I wasn't a great skater. Um, and then just like, uh, physicality wasn't, wasn't very physical. Um, just stuff like that. I mean, but then it's kind of, you know, it's a different game from, from back on D and you see the ice a lot better. And I feel like hockey sense is, you know, one of my better traits. And so I just kind of got, got to see the ice and see the game a little differently. And I think that that changed a lot of things for me. And you can kind of command the game a bit more exactly. as opposed to being on the wing. You know, you're not receiving exactly. the passes, you're kind of making them, which exactly. I guess yeah. in some ways is much, not easier, but it's a different perspective that yeah. obviously. Oh, I felt it was easier. Like I'd tell anyone, yeah, I was like, playing D is way easier than, than <laughs> Well, it's funny growing up, like, you know, when you're a defenseman and they put you up on forward, you're just, you know, like you, you just, uh, as a forward, you're just like out of, out of breath on D you have time that you can actually like, just kind of, you know, get catch yeah, your breath exactly. a bit back there. It's not, you're not as in it as much. Yeah. Um, like a 40 second shift for D is typically way easier than a 40 second shift for a forward. Oh yes. Yes. So you're Culver and, and it's, it's, you're emerging as a defenseman. Uh, when does the USHL become kind of on your radar? Um, I remember, I mean, my first year at, uh, first year at Culver, like I had friends and stuff that were, were pretty good players and were committed to schools already that were talking about, you know, the USHL draft and stuff, the futures draft. And I never really thought, like, I never, you know, I knew that, I had just got like I played forward until February and was getting scratched, and I know I hadn't talked to any team, so I didn't expect anything. So that year goes by, and then that next year, my second year at Culver, was when things kind of took off. That way, like I committed that year to school here, and was talking to a lot of USHL teams, and so I kind of knew I was going to get drafted, and that's you know. At, at that moment in time, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, a pretty big thing. Yeah. 
And so did you notice a huge difference between the USHL and what you were doing at Culver? Like was the, the pace a lot more uh, impactful or what was kind of the deal there? Yeah, that was a pretty big jump, I'd say. Um, but then again, like as, as a D, it, I remember playing my first switch at USHL game and you know, everyone's so much bigger and stronger and faster than in, you know, just high school hockey, basically. But uh, you're playing with a lot, you know, better players that are also bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, more skilled. So it makes the game easier, especially as a D. Like, guys are always there, ready for the puck. So that, you know, the jump was was tough a little bit at first, but kind of get used to it. And that was your first year, right? Second year, you won Defenseman of the Year, correct? Yes. And that was, like, between those two years, when the year that you won Defenseman of the Year, did you feel like, I've taken a huge jump. Like, I'm going to have a really good year this year. I mean, were you kind of almost surprised by it or no? No, I don't think I was surprised. I'd, I mean, that first year is definitely – I got a couple games in at the end of my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So I went in knowing, kind of knowing the league a little bit, what to expect. And uh, that first year I just kind of learned – Throughout the year, I learned and, you know, tried to get better every practice, every game. And, you know, the second half of the year went pretty well for me. And so then, you know, trained hard all summer and and going into that second year, you know, I kind of just wanted came, to – Came into your own. I wanted to dominate. That was – Yeah. So. And so when did, when did college hockey come into this? When did that sort of enter your mind? I remember – after my first year of junior, uh, just talking with – that's when I signed my NLI because school was talking about bringing me in that year. But uh, decided not to and go back and play another year of junior, which I'm happy about because mm-hmm. I think, you know, got to work on my game, uh, just in different areas of my game and, and get stronger and more confident. Kind of like how this year you you st- elected to stay at Ohio State and not go straight to exactly the NHL, and then even similar type of thing, and then even in uh, high school I elected to stay another year at Culver instead of going to Waterloo. It would have been. And so, what was it about Ohio State? What was it that drew you in? God, I mean, to be honest with you, it was my first offer and it was my first college visit. And so, I mean, that was, it was pretty cool. Like even just like coming to like big 10 school, like the facilities, everything, it's like huge. school. I knew I wanted to go to, you know, kind of a bigger school. Um, I just loved, you know, campus, uh, the facilities, and then kind of we'll put it over the edge was the coaching staff, you know? So knowing and, them and, and you guys and are big had, in the big 10, like you guys are a legit, obviously a very legit team in the big 10. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's, that's, you know, that I think the year I committed, they, that's when they were, they made it to the frozen four. They were, you know, top three in the country. So it was kind of a no brainer for me at the time. And so now you're in Ohio state, you've done a year there. Are there, obviously you had a terrific freshman year points wise, you know, kind of everything wise, are there guys that you watch in college or in the NHL that you try to emulate? Like, oh, I really want a part of this guy's game. Or, oh, I like what this guy's doing. Anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, 
I think you kind of just got to be a student of the game in that way, right? Like I love watching all the all the best defensemen in the league and just taking little things from here and there. So I, I mean, I guys that I watch a lot would be guys like Hedman, McCarr, McAvoy. Um, I like watching Shea Theodore a lot. Uh, I could see, I can see the resemblance. I'm trying to think. Those are probably the top, the top four guys. Like when they're on, I love the, or like if they come to town here in Columbus, Wierenski, uh, um, just because I'm here. So I get mm-hmm. to, you know, we go to games sometimes. Have you had a chance to talk to any of them? I haven't. No, none of them. Well, maybe, you know, they'll someday you probably will because maybe, one day. So, maybe, maybe one, one day, day. Yeah. maybe one day. Um, but it's interesting because you had this great freshman year. Did you feel like, again, did you feel a huge jump from the USHL to college or did you kind of almost feel yourself so prepared for it that you were able to take those steps that you did this past year? I think, yeah, I think I prepared myself pretty well. And obviously, you know, going back to, to junior for another year was, I think, huge just in, you know, being able to come in and, and make an impact right away. Um, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a jump, but we played a, I remember we played a preseason game against Western Michigan. And that was kind of like, you know, that, that I didn't, I didn't do, do too hot in that game. <laughs> I don't know if it was because I was nervous or just first, first game or something. But after that, I kind of, kind of got it together with our first, first weekend series at Bentley and kind of just rolled from there. Yeah. I have to imagine that first preseason college game is like, Whoa, like this is not, this is very different from what I'm, I'm used to in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But so you, another thing you mentioned at dev camp was that you have a group chat with like all the other D prospects with the Bruins yeah, and you guys send clips back and forth of like good and bad plays. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's with, uh, it's with Adam McQuaid and Jamie Langenbrunner. And then it's all the prospects. So Adam will clip the, like, clip uh, some film from, you know, different guys' games, stuff that they do. Typically the good stuff. And uh, that'd be tough if you guys it. just were roasting people in the group chat. Yeah, like, exactly. oh, this guy stinks. <laughs> and share it with, share it with all of us and, and kind of write out a little message about, you know, what he likes and, what that what that player did well how important, is he, the, how important has he been on your development he's been unbelievable to work with i mean so many just little details that he teaches that make huge impact in in defending and just playing the game like this year really focused on uh my stick like having my stick out and on the ice and you know, taking away passing lanes, taking away time and space with my stick. And it really helped. And it's just like stuff you can notice once you get it down, which helps. So I'm excited to work, work with them again this year. And so that's one of the things you're definitely working because I know you mentioned you want to go back to Ohio State to win a national championship, obviously, Mm -hmm. but for you personally, one thing you mentioned is, you know, your stick play. Is there anything else that you're looking to gain a little bit of improvement in? in Yeah, I think, I think I'm, you know, I'm always trying to, improve all aspects of my game offensively and defensively but uh 
the main things I've kind of just always focused on are, you know, speed, explosiveness, um, and then just physicality. So, you know, definitely throughout the year, I talked a lot with, with Adam about physicality and, you know, finishing checks in the right situations. Um, and that, that's, you know, something I'm looking forward to keep working on this year. And I think it'll, like, it'll continue. I just think saying that it, I think it'll help me a lot, you know, throughout this year. And then as I make the jump to pro hockey too. And do you feel like in some way, like as an offensive guy rushing the puck, you know, running the power play, those types of things, you almost feel like you have that advantage because you used to be a forward. Like you see the game almost in a different sense like that. I think so. Yeah. I think, you know, I played forward for 16 years of my life. So, <laughs> so it's, I mean, I love, I love offense and I love, you know, making, making plays and, you know, setting up my teammates. So, Breaking the puck out, doing those things. Yeah, exactly. Breaking Even plays up. Puck out. <laughs> so. But another thing is, you know, you're obviously a highly ranked or highly rated Bruins prospect. You know, you're a guy that is high in the system. People kind of have high hopes for and all those things. Do you ever feel the pressure of that? Do you ever think like, okay, I got some pressure on me? Or do you ever get curious and like check out rankings? Like, oh, let's see where I am this time. Or is it no, like you just step away from it? No, I don't pay attention to that stuff really. Um, I mean, every once in a while you'll see or hear something or some, one of my buddies will like show me something. But <laughs> I don't, I mean... I just kind of look at it and shake it off and whatever it is, good or bad, I just in one ear out the other, but just because like I said, I mean, it's always been my dream to play in the NHL and I'm going to do everything I can to, to make it there. So what other people have to say doesn't really matter to me, I guess. Keeping it focused at Ohio state. What do you think of the big 10 this year? You think there's, how do you feel? How do you feel you guys fare in the whole? I mean, it's always a good league. And anyone can beat anyone any weekend. So you got to, you know, got to bring your A game every weekend. But uh, I think, you know, I mean, I know we got a good group and I, I think we're going to do pretty well this year. Um, got, you know, a lot of good players coming back, some new, new players coming in. Uh, but like I said, you got to, you know, you got to bring it every weekend because any one of the other six teams can also has, you know, deep rosters that have a lot of good players. So no Georgie Merkulov this year for you guys. So no, no gosh. <laughs> up, up with Providence. Yeah. He's here right now with us. He's we were working out this morning, but <laughs> that's terrific. He was, he was so fun at development camp. He was, he was great for everybody to get to talk to. And he was, he was yeah. a funny guy. And I know you said he was a funny guy. So he is. Yeah. Should be interesting to see how far that humor goes. Cause I imagine it's, <laughs> it, he's a pretty funny guy. Um, so lastly, what's the plan for the rest of the summer? What do you got going on? What's the training regimen kind of things like that? Yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, I just got, just got back to school. So kind of for me, almost, you know, summer's kind of over. And in, in that, you know, it's season time now I can skate tomorrow for the first time. And so it's just going to be a lot of rehab still working out and, uh, getting back to being on the ice see if i remember how to skate hopefully that'd be yeah, unfortunate right? if you just you know did not skate anymore yeah. you know your, your dad's like we're bringing you back you're back to culver i'm taking you <laughs> to one of these skating classes again um but anyways good luck this year mason enjoy Thank good you. luck with the the knee rehab and everything and hopefully 
you remember how to still skate. You know, you'll let, you'll let us know. I imagine if you I don't, you will I let will. us know. Perfect. Uh, but seriously, Mason, uh, have a great rest of the summer. Uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy your, your second year. <laughs>